Hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome to something to think about. This is Janice Yule, and in the studio with me are Tony Caldwell. Hello, everybody. Hello, Tammy. Hello, this Brian. And of course, we have our wonderful producers in here, Jason and Raza. They know they can come in anytime they want. That's how we do. But I wanted to make sure I give you guys something current to think about. And I'm not putting this out there for any long discussion because that'll take us forever. But I do want to say this because it is current. And folks have been asking me what I think about Roe versus Wade being overturned. Mm. All right, now careful. <laughs> and I'm going to be real careful because I know I don't want to offend anyone. Mm-hmm. But what I am going to do is ask this question. Why do old men like that think they can control <laughs> the reproductive actions of women but they don't have anything on the books or anything planning about what to do with a man's reproductive system. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So I'd like to know why they continue to think that what we do with our body is mm-hmm. their business. Yep. So until they start getting some laws on there that deal with vasectomies and birth control for men, I'm going to leave that subject right where I left it right now. Give you that to think about because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I've thought I'm, about it. Well, well, and I, told the, you I think agree. the law is already mm-hmm. there for men. You think so? Yeah. Well, you think it's, it's a law? Pretty much. What, law. You, what is the law that you think exists? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the law of gravity. I know. Well, uh, yes. so basically, uh, let's say to keep it PG is. I don't know Wait, how to, how to well, say uh-huh. you know. Well, whisper it in, yeah. in Raza's ear, and we'll come back and okay. see if we can actually say it on 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 the air, okay? Yeah. Because I know there's a much larger, uh, deeper conversation that needs to be had about why men, especially old dudes, want to tell us what to do with our bodies. It's a business move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but they've been doing that business over 400 years here in this country and many more outside of this country. It's time for them to understand that you are not in control. Okay, so I'm just going to give you that to think about and mold it over for a while. And then when we feel like it, we'll talk about it some more. Well, you know, men don't. Only thing they have to worry about is using a condom, basically. Women, we have to do birth control. We have to go get our tubes tied. Mm -hmm. We got to go do this and we got to go do that. All of these different measures just to not have a baby. Well, let me start about the hysterectomies. (laughs) Hysterectomy. But all of that is geared toward the women. Abortion. Taking control of these things. Now, the other thing that I was going to bring up to women in particular is uh, for the different miseries that we have in our lives, a lot of them begin with 
men, men oh pause, mm. <laughs> menstrual, <laughs> all of those things cause yeah, us pain. Mm. And men. some guy mm-hmm. decided I'm gonna take M E N and just run through the dictionary with it. How many things can men be in control of? Oh. <laughs> so I had a new word, men of sin. That's what you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all about to get on my big nerve. I feel a lot of a lot of heat up in here. You know, do I tap out now? Well, this heat is at volcano level, and Uh I'm just kind of letting the lava flow where it made today. Uh But you better know I'm coming back to that one. I know that's right. Oh, so anyway, just so you know, be ready. No, look, don't get gender gender uptight about anything. No, no, let's not you get know on what that. the deal is. Yeah. No, let's not get on that. So that brings me a segue right into what we're going to talk about today, and that those are emotions. Mm. And our emotions get all involved in the different genders and stuff. And we don't mm-hmm. understand that all we really need to do is leave each other alone and let you go ahead and deal with your man thing. And I'm doing my, listen to this, one man thing. <laughs> Female. Mm. You getting it just what I'm talking about? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How a about woman, you, Brian? A woman didn't make up those names. Hmm? How about you? You getting it? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things that I had no control of. That's oh, right. Well, All right, we're going to keep it there. Yeah. And that's hey. exactly what makes sense for us to talk about emotions as a whole, because in some of our previous episodes, we've talked about different kinds of emotions. Mm-hmm. In uh, an episode ago, uh, we talked about how many emotions we have to deal with. And at the time, and that was only a few weeks ago, right. I told you that the research found that there were 27 human mm. emotions, right? Right. So I went back to the same Google thing, looked it up, and this time when I looked it up, there are 34. 34? So those emotions have had babies. Yeah. <laughs> so our emotions are just running a frigging muck. <laughs> So how many will it be the next time I call Google? Google, what's up? And don't you answer me. But yeah, so what we're going to do now is just talk about generally what emotions are. Because then a lot of people, when you say emotions, don't really know that the thing that they're feeling is actually identified as an emotion. Mm -hmm. Some things are like we think crying, you think of crying, you think of smiling, laughing, one of those mm-hmm. different things. Right. But there are some other things that are emotions that you don't identify you're experiencing. And maybe we, we're going to get into some conversations that will help you identify and control those emotions. Right. Because after all, at the end of it, control is what you need. So the dictionary wants to define an emotion as a natural instinctive state of mind deriving from one's circumstances, their mood or whatever. Mm -hmm. And all of that simply says that everything that you're feeling, pretty much an emotion. Yeah. Because we, I mean, who made us so that we have that many emotions that just drive us from the minute we get up to the minute we go back to sleep Mm -hmm. again. So... 
I think um, we're going to ask Tony to go ahead and give us a list of some of the many things that you may not even consider an emotion. Now, when she gets to them, when you identify a word that you just never thought that would be considered an emotion stopper, okay? Okay. <laughs> because I want to, I really want to show you the difference in you feel in a certain way. Oh, I'm, I'm bored. I'm depressed. I'm whatever. But there are so many other things in there. And the one point that I made the last time was that out of 27 identifiable emotions, only one of them that I thought was really a positive one. What was that? And it was surprise. Mm. Because the rest of them have negative connotations anyway. Right. So I'm like, okay, I guess you can make it be what you want it to be. But I'm going to turn it over to Tony so she can start telling you some of the different things that are considered emotions so that you, you know, I want to see if you guys kind of pick out anything that you just never thought would be considered an emotion. One word uh, surprised me was awkwardness. I was surprised with that one. Awkward. Yep. Oh, well, that's, this I wouldn't is think awkward. that would be an emotion. I mean, you wouldn't think so. I mean, I guess now when I'm looking at it, I can really, you really feel it in your body. So mm-hmm. it's part of a chemical makeup. So yeah. I, yeah. Actually, that was a good one because you know, we all feel awkward, but mm-hmm. I never really considered that no. either. No. You know, like you had them awkward moments mm-hmm. and like, ooh, awkward, you know. <laughs> so, you know like, ooh, it's gonna get juicy up in here, right. you know. So But then with with awkward, for instance, you didn't realize that it was considered an emotion, mm-hmm. but you knew do know all of the different emotions that led you to feel awkward. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So out of this list of I don't know, probably infinite by now, mm-hmm. um, that list, something and all those other emotions made you feel awkward. Right. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what else could you have thought of that would have made make you feel awkward? Like if I put you on the spot. And say, okay, who were you with last night? Mm-hmm. And you don't want everybody to know that. Is that right. awkward? Yeah, you yeah. kind of who you were. Because if you was with somebody <laughs> that you, like, ah, oh, nah, don't let, don't let nobody know that. But like, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, you mm-hmm. might. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, so, yeah, that can be an awkward moment. You have to think about it and, and like, do I give them the right answer? Or do I make up something? Or, right. you know, lie? You know, whatever case may be. So so if they caught you on TV and said, oh, well, you know, I saw you coming out of that motel the other night. I mean, what's going on with that? Right. Who you're, on, you you're on live TV. So are you feeling awkward? Right. You feeling embarrassed? What you feeling? Feel like Mary and Barry. Feel like I'm a grown man. I do what I want to do. <laughs> feel like Mary and Barry when you got caught. Mm. <laughs> Think about that. Uh, like so, I was just chilling. I just uh, need some time to myself. <laughs> so I'm looking to buy the property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Craving. Cravings. Mm-hmm. That's an emotion. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. So when I be wanting that chicken with that hot sauce on there, I'm craving. I'm definitely. But I guess everything is about emotions. And like I said, the chemical aspect what if you're of just your hungry, body, you know. Crazy. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it, you crave it, people. Oh, you know, that's true. Yeah. Think about it. You crave people. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. what respect do you mean that? That you their attention. There you go. Yeah. Oh, or yeah. that feeling that what they or what they bring week. to you. I mean, you can crave a friend. Like I ain't seen a person in a long time. Like <laughs> I wonder how they doing. You just craving for that person. It's an appetite. 
Hmm. Hmm. Or it can be like a drug. You say a person that's an appetite? You know what I'm saying? But I say my kind of appetite. Like you craving that person. It's something that they want. Like when we all stuck in the house during the pandemic, you couldn't see your exactly you know, you, mm. yep I crave it like, dang on I can't wait that's exactly and see that's a that's, but that's a, a missing person that's that, crazy yeah. too no, yeah. no it ain't no it ain't yep okay. thank you Tim well, see I don't the, just miss you yeah that crazy <laughs> it's hard for me to put myself in any of those <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> It's it's hard for me to put myself in what are called emotional situations because I'm really not an emotional person to that extent. Mm -hmm. Like all those different things you're talking about, craving for Mm -hmm. another person. I I don't know. I may call it emotional either. (laughs) Yeah, I'm thinking. You know, everybody got their definition of how they feel, Mm -hmm. and so so. In other words, if if they've these scientists have spent all their lives trying to identify these. 34 emotions or whatever it is and now we've just come up with all kind of ways to mix all these emotions up mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. whoever our maker was they made us full of emotion yep amen full of emotion and that's why people are scattered all over the place because mm-hmm. they don't know how to control all of that so if you have a craving what's the best way for you to satisfy your craving Get a Pepsi. Oh, can yeah. you say a name? Get a soda. Yeah. Get a soda. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, no. If you're craving a Pepsi or yeah, a Coke yeah. or some other brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to satisfy that need, the homegirl. Or, or I don't want to use the same word as craving, but you got to, you know, satisfy. Satisfy it. it. Mm-hmm. You know, but sometimes yeah. you can't get sometimes it. Sometimes you, you can't. Mm-hmm. No, sometimes you can't. And you just got to learn. You learn to live with it or learn to live without it. Or you have to adjust, you know, yeah. accordingly. Yeah. So. Live with it or live without it. And that's another word that I think people don't get too uh, involved in is adjusting to things Mm -hmm. because we are all, you know, I want to have my way about things all the time. And then it conjures up all kinds of emotions when you can't. Mm -hmm. So that's about control. You got to control it. Mm-hmm. Just like when you're going through something on a job with the individuals or individuals, mm-hmm. you have to either quit or, like you said, or adjust to it. And now I learn how to work my way around it. I can deal with you on this job, See, but when yeah. I leave, I don't bring it with me. So that means you stay in that spot where I put you. Okay. So what's another thing? Some more Adoration. Yeah. Mm. Emotion. I can see that. What's another one? Mm-hmm. Awe. Oh. Oh, it's an emotion. Yeah, oh, I guess it could be. Because, I mean, everything is, is a feeling. It's a feeling. Disgust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We know that. Satisfaction? We just... We okay, mean, yeah. Think so? Anxiety. I, I, I think that's a, that's a positive emotion. Yeah. Yeah. It can be, mm-hmm. but sometimes it can be a little too much, don't you think? Satisfaction? Yeah. Y'all, you can't get enough satisfaction. You'll be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> you just can't. Say, oh, they wrote a song about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. 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 You, know, you want to hear it? Here it goes. What about yeah. boredom? Boredom? Mm-hmm. I see that as a definite emotion because you're going through a whole bunch of stuff when you're bored. Yeah. Well, that's the devil's playground when you're bored. So. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these different emotions are identifiable with what the devil would do. Mm. 
because you get in there and you, almost every emotion that we've talked about has a negative connotation to it. Mm-hmm. I'm shame, you know, if I'm ashamed of myself, that's negative. Mm-hmm. You don't want you anybody think of a positive way to be ashamed. I don't know what that is. But almost every other uh, word on here that I've looked at mm-hmm. has a negative connotation to it. So when you say satisfaction as a positive one, that surprises me. Yeah, because we guy. don't identify many of these things mm-hmm. as positive things. No. So you look at all of them and there's a certain feeling that you have and your emotions get caught up in this and that and the other. When a woman walks up to a guy and he's with another woman and they're supposed to be in a serious relationship, 5,000 emotions might <laughs> go into that. Yeah. Because she's thinking, do I slap him or do I pull her hair out? Slap mm-hmm. her. That's what you do. <laughs> yeah. Why do people? Well, some do some people say slap both, you know. <laughs> so, well, you know, my thing is, yeah, she, you know, that's yeah, just in that situation, I'm I'm slapping her. Yeah, and so, a lot of women say that. Oh, I'm gonna get her because she. Uh, but you don't know what he told her. No, I'm talking about in that situation. Well, just out the blue. Now, if it's something going on and some questions and stuff like that, then yeah, you have to get down to the to, to the root. I don't know. It depends but, on what you mean when she approaches. I'm like, yeah, because it's just out of the blue. You just walking with your girl and I'm normal and, and try to talk to, you know, uh, talk to you. Yeah, that's just being disrespectful because y'all see they, you know, we're together. But you don't see it time and time again. Like you said, the first thing they do, if I'm with him and we together and I got a ring on my finger and she come out of the blue, she knew about me already. As far as I'm concerned, she knew she about me. She don't even have to have a ring. Yeah, yeah she don't have to have a ring. She, you know? she knew about me already because some way or another it's going to come out. And some women well, should be it, in that position, though. Is this a random or is it something like, oh, yeah, I know this person or something like mm-hmm. that? You know, even they say out the blue. I'm just saying, <laughs> so, like, if I'm out, say if I'm just out with a guy, mm-hmm. right? And we together. The person that's approaching us, you don't know what our situation is. Mm-hmm. So don't approach us like, right. oh, my God, hey. Exactly. You don't know who that could be. True you know what I'm saying? You gotta. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you gotta just kind of pick the way you approach me. Yeah, you don't but know who it is. If uh, if you're walking with a guy and a, and a woman walks up to the two of you and they start hugging him, they don't know who you are or why you are together. So what happens when she walks up? Oh my goodness, I haven't seen you since forever. Where you been? What you gonna do about it? Which emotion comes I'm up? I'm gonna look at him first. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And are you mm-hmm. looking at him in a way where... Could, like, what are you going to do and how you going to handle it? It could be a cousin, you know, so. What are you going to do and how you going to handle it? That's, that's my Now, my if he said, cousin. oh, oh, hey, hey, you know, mm-hmm. he be like, what's up? Okay, mm-hmm. now now I got to read into that. Mm-hmm. Like, what? First of all, you need to tell that chick, uh, <laughs> I'm all right. Um, you know, you might want to... Tell her who I am. <laughs> Do you feel like you have to do all that identification, though, just for that brief moment? I mean, I I understand everybody's a little attached on their emotions, get them all wrapped up in a chain. But, Mom, people are But somebody just walk up to you. These days, yeah. Well, yeah, they are, but 
Where's your control about that well, I situation? I think it's how the, the guy handle it because he'd be like, hey, this is such and such. This is, you know, whoever. And, you know, so it can kind of diffuse the situation. You can still introduce the person and, and still be hooking up with that person. You know. that, that means, I yeah, mean, I've seen it either, either way, either way, <laughs> yeah, we're talking about, we talking, we talking about for that moment. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. So that's it. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you're in the I guess uh, because I don't feel that deeply about people, I don't know how to identify that part. It, to me, if I'm with somebody and they, a person out of nowhere just walks up and want to be hugging my husband or my significant other or what, and he should turn around immediately and say, oh, I know her from where, and this is my wife. Yeah. Like they, that's they, what I'm saying. should clear it up. Before right there she does anything else. Right. To uh, defuse the situation. Bring exactly. it down. That's how, like you say, defuse the situation because out of respect. So, yeah. But yeah. a lot of guys don't do that. Well, a lot of women don't do that, too. Yeah. I had that experience, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we had to have that conversation. Just like, uh, just like you said, you're gonna have to have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, something like that's yeah, you know, coming up mm-hmm. and then you don't say, Hey, this is my such and such or hey, you know, hey, you know like, oh, okay, oh, so that's what we doing. <laughs> you know. But, so don't get mad when it comes back. Exactly. But a lot of people expect you to identify who you with. I don't feel like I have to. Because it's none of your business who I'm with. No, you don't even have to introduce me for real. All you have to do is tell this chick, look, calm the hell down. And uh, <laughs> Already look, I'm that busy. Emotion. Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, but, but so you don't have to say, oh, this is my wife or right. this is my friend or whatever. It's I don't like care about all that. Yeah. Tell her that we're busy and she needs to go ahead and go on. Right. Nice seeing you again. Leave it at that. I'm on a date. Right. Or am I with you? Oh yeah, she's trying to have a prolonged catch up conversation. Yeah, and they yeah, do it. Like, that, that, that. Nah, yeah. nah, that's not. I've had that happen. You oh, did. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, but it'd be extra, like you said. Though it'd be extra. These <laughs> some bikers out here. This one girl just ran up to him and just, hey, and I was like, wait a minute. Right. <laughs> she's smiling a little bit too much. <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Hold the hell, man. What <laughs> <laughs> Flashback real quick. Right. <laughs> I immediately looked at him and was like, what you going to do? And he was like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. All you right. see that bead of sweat and coming down the street? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, the bead of sweat you know started coming do? down. <laughs> <laughs> Emotions. What's another one? But, so that's what keeps you going. You're like, ain't nothing happening tonight. <laughs> All right. Since we're on the subject, sexual desires. That's a positive. Well, we know yes. that, yeah, that right. <laughs> kind of t- wraps it up in a ball. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. No, it's positive yeah. if both of you have it. But that if only one of you have it, it's not that's positive. not positive at all. Well, hey, that that might not be the right person for you. Well, here's an example that I wanted to give somebody so you get another opinion about somebody and their feelings. Somebody I knew years ago when I was, we were both teenagers. And today we're not teenagers anymore. So, (laughs) but he still wants to call me and talk to me about being in love and all that crap. (laughs) And I said, what are you talking about? I mean, I was, you know, didn't you love me? I know. Never did. Where did you get that whole I love you thing from? Because you winked at him. 
You bought me a ring before and I told you I laughed you out of the block. Oh. So what emotion is that you're having right Dang. now? He ain't let it go. He's still a 16-year-old boy. But how do you have that emotion for that long? Somebody I knew as a teenager and still feeling that way today 50 years later. Because yeah, some people just something. never. Mm-hmm. Well, some people not rap too tight. So no, they uh, might not be rap too hard. It it's just that that emotion you brought. That might have been the first thing you knew about love. And to you, him, you represent air love, whether it's he in love with the idea of being in love I, with you. I, I would have moved on. So some people don't. Move I don't know. Yeah. I find that men are, men are real patient when it's something they want. Yeah, like they'll wait forever until mm-hmm. the right time and yeah. still try their hand. It's patience and emotion. Is it on the list? No, but it should be. Yeah, just not shooting your shot and being real with what you want from somebody. Yeah, but, exactly. but sometimes if it if it don't work yeah. out, you move on, and so it's just like okay. But see, I can't deal with that kind of long time emotional attachment to anybody because the first place it was never established as an emotional situation between us anyway. We're talking about the sexual relations mm-hmm. part. None of that ever happened. So what were you in love with? Right. I did love. Well, I mean, I met somebody online mm-hmm. and he just will not stop calling me. Yeah. I've never <laughs> even met him. Inbox boy? Mm-hmm. Inbox boy? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So how do you explain that? Mm-hmm. I don't. And it's been like three years. I didn't tell well, him he no, just don't call. He's going to wear he you down. He keep down. calling. It's called the wear down method. And then I won't hear <laughs> from him and then he'll call again. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, it's announced the time. Is oh, no, that okay. an emotion right there? <laughs> put on the sky in two months, two months from now. <laughs> right. Okay. Like, who does that? You get, men would do that though. I That's have why I say friends patient. that they try to wear, wear them down. But so. like um, Rosa said, it's a lack of um, confidence. Well, the thing is, they're going through no, the numbers. No, I'm just saying the lack of confidence, and the only way he feel like he can't reach out to a woman is online. No, he wants to go. No, no, see, the thing he, is that if he's reaching out, he probably like, got five others that he reaching out. We don't to. know that. Though. And if he's just going through the numbers game, see one, who will two, accept him. Yeah, three, but how long four, do you do like, that? Okay, bro, I'm gonna get. Like, <laughs> and he's just going through a numbers game, <laughs> and he just finding who's gonna bite. Okay, she's not ready yet. Okay, try her in a week. Really? You know, so, but that's what men do. Yeah, of that, am I doing trade secrets? You know, like I mean, interesting. Oh, you know, I size up the shot a little bit longer, and then it's just like the good morning test. Good morning, good morning. You know, good morning. You know, it's just a, you know, but some men do that though. I mean, I tried oh, yeah. it. Yeah, you know, you know. So, but well, I don't, I don't know. I like I said, well, I can't morning, identify beautiful. with that kind of attachment. Oh, yeah, it do feel good with somebody called beautiful. No, yes, it, it does. Yes, it does. Especially <laughs> if you don't really know me. Well, no. good morning, beautiful. Oh, not that one. No, you no. know, I'm beautiful. Because because your pretty so. eyes, you, you, all the pictures you post, <laughs> he can oh, he can feel you your spirit, you know, like my you arm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> my leg, <laughs> on my leg. But look, they got back. I recognize that tattoo from. <laughs> she got yes. his elbow. Right. Yeah, well, you know, look, it depends so nice on what you put lotion on her elbows. Right, right. <laughs> I wonder what kind of baby lotion or what. That's, that's incredible. I'm not putting my face all over the internet. Well, the thing about it is, is I think that as we move forward and, and emotions and the different types of emotions and how you can get control of those things are going to be subjects that we'll talk about on some upcoming episodes. Mm-hmm. And what we want you guys to do is, you know, come back and visit with us when we're talking about all these different things and even send us a topic if you like. And um, 
at the end of this one, we're talking about different emotions or emotions by itself and how you identify those. Because by now you see that you're just full of emotions. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and nobody's going to tell you that. They'll tell you you're full of a lo- whole bunch of other things, but not emotions. <laughs> and they need to identify that you are, really. <laughs> And when you get all nervous and upset about these different things, that's what you do. But um, Brian is going to tell you how to get in touch with us so that you can go on our website and listen to um, previous episodes that deal with different emotions. And we have someone there to deal with envy, deal with jealousy, deal with all these different emotions. But we want to help you get control of those emotions. Mm -hmm. And that's what we'll be talking about. Right, Brian? Amen. So whenever you want to get control of your emotions, mm-hmm. visit us on the website. It's something to think about. POD.com for and, episodes and contents. All right. Would you tell them that one more time so that they won't forget? All right. That's something to think about. POD.com. And let's get control of our emotions and be happy. Well, okay, everybody. I hope you learned something the last time you were with us about emotions, because there is so much to learn still. And what we're going to start doing, I mean, since we've kind of identified that your whole body is full of emotions Mm -hmm. and one emotion plays into the other, it's a chain reaction. And one of the things we're going to talk about specifically right now is the one of fear. And everybody has a different definition of what that means to them and the level of that fear. So if I started out with fear, you might say that I used to fear, not used to, just updated Janice. <laughs> I don't like caterpillars. I'm with you. But I'm not afraid of them. Okay. So that's not a fear. Right. And I think people need to understand some things just disgust you and just makes you want to, you know, leave the leave the presence of that particular person or thing. But you're not afraid of it. So what I want you guys to do is kind of take me into some situations where you had a fear or you know of a situation where people are experiencing fear. And we were talking a few minutes ago about different situations for like performers. Mm -hmm. Uh, Many of them say every time they go on the stage, they got a, you know, stomach full of butterflies because they're afraid of what might be coming up because today everybody might love them. And when they walk out on the stage today, they may not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. True. So I had uh, an experience with a performer coming out on the stage and you could see that she was terrified. Wow. But because that was the first time she had been in the theater, I guess made her a little weary, but she came out and she, you could see that she was terrified coming out. But then she started singing that song and I'm going to tell you the song. You don't know who I'm talking about. The love of my man. Anybody mm, remember? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm no. Uh, you know, I, don't, I can't believe you. I don't remember. Can you sing it for us? The love of my man. Yeah, Makes my it. whole. No. Okay. Well, we won't worry about her, but she came out <laughs> and sang that song. <laughs> Come on, y'all know this one. <laughs> Makes my whole world. Okay. Anyway. Somebody somebody start me off with a situation where fear was involved and maybe it is a performer. So who wants to start me off? I know Jason is itching. 
Come on, Jason. Okay. Um, so it wasn't me personally, but speaking to right. the, the, the performer side of things, um, we're on tour right now uh, mm-hmm. with our open mic. And there's an artist that is the featured artist on the, the tour. And he missed the first two stops of the tour. And then he attended stop three and four. And then he missed five. Mm-hmm. And at the fifth one, we didn't find out that he wasn't going to make it like in the event. Right. And so the message is, hey, something came up with his family, blah, blah, blah. So we're like, okay, cool. The next day we checked in being responsible and said, hey, you know, how's everything going? Hope right. everything's well with your family. Mm-hmm. And he just flat out said, look, I lied. Um, mm-hmm. I came to the venue um, and basically I let, you know, fear and, and me in my head get the best of me wow. because I decided that the room wouldn't receive my music the way I, you know, would like mm. without even knowing that. Um there was a plethora of different music that was performed that night, all different, you know, skill sets, skill levels, um, and genres. Wow. Uh, so it, you know, it's a really warm and welcoming space, but you gotta get in it to know that. Right. 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 Um, and so, you know, we always just tell people kind of just come and experience it, but he's done it a couple of times, but they were smaller rooms, mm-hmm. uh, that he did with us. And, you know, we've got some bigger rooms, coming up so like that's what I've noticed the size of the room has been kind of a thing and kind of intimidating um, for some people I guess right so like when we go back to Songbird at the end of the month that's a 200 person venue so and usually we sell it out wow so you're gonna great. have to get but then you know when you think about it you're one man on the stage you and 200 people have to be entertained so I do understand it um but it's one of those things you just gotta conquer it and the sooner you well, like, yeah. throw yourself in the pool the sooner you learn to swim yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And fear, like all the others we've talked about, anger, jealousy, anything, all of those things have a, have to have a level of control. Mm-hmm. And some people's fear comes out in anger. Like, you know, mm-hmm. for instance, if he was there and we tried to push him, right? And say, hey, man, come on now, you can do it, you can do it. His fear may have turned to anger because mm-hmm. he's now upset that we're trying to pull him out of right. the shell. Like, yeah, it's a very slippery fl- slope. Fl- yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. it's a very, like, I mean, I go through that with my, my girlfriend sometimes where I'm pushing her on something. And it turns to anger. And I'm like, yeah, I wasn't trying to tick you off. I just know you can do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, but we're all that way. And they have to tell like, you, Jason, yes, I, I appreciate you, honey, for t- having that confidence in me. But I do wish you'd leave me alone. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or like with her, it's fear of thing. doing things. Because yeah. she's new to the creative space. So I'll tell her, she'll ask me to do something. I'm like, no, you can do that. And I'll just move on with my day. And she's like, no. But it's fear of doing it not yeah. that you can mm-hmm. right. and I'm like I'm not gonna do it until you try go fail first and then I'll back you up but I need you to try so you can continue to process and learning mm-hmm. in your skill set and like, you really do have to push yourself you really do yeah, yeah like yeah. people who want you to pet their dog yeah okay that's uh, my no, fear I don't mm-hmm. like dogs no I'm not petting it mm-hmm. oh but he's not gonna bite you and everybody says well mm-hmm. he has teeth mm. <laughs> he bites some. <laughs> And even he if he's too. even if he's gumming my arm to death, I think that's, <laughs> that was that's going to be fear. uncomfortable. Dogs. Yeah, dogs. I mean, like we used to run from dogs walking to school. Some, but you know, back in the day, yeah, them dogs would like look over the fence at you. You like, know what I'm saying? They you to walk down the street. Right, like, they would on. jump the fence. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd be coming yes, home from school. Back in the G, everybody bought dogs for like security. Now, yeah, they have cute little lap dogs. And yeah. I don't know how many times we used to man. Them dogs be out there chasing everybody. Yeah. So and I was terrified. Like, I wouldn't even go in your house if you had a dog. Mm. I know that's if right. I even walked up to your house and it smelled like you had a dog, I was like, 
I'm not going in there. But I have two dogs now. So what made you overcome that fear? I don't know. One day, I don't know if it was my kids just keep asking me, Mom, give me a dog, give me a dog. I'm like, look, I'm scared of dogs. Mm -hmm. But I get a dog. And this guy came into the shop and he had a, a, I think it was a pit bull. Mm -hmm. And it was a puppy. And I was like, oh, hmm." Mm -hmm. so I took it home. And I mean, I wouldn't even touch the puppy for a minute. But, you know, after a while, I started getting used to it. You know, I was like, what am I supposed to do with this thing? And right. I'm up on the bed. I ain't want nothing to do with the, with the dog. Mm-hmm. It's just a baby. So it just. <laughs> but I mean, like, even puppies, I yeah. was like scared. Wow. But what I'm saying, it's very similar, like raising a puppy. Yeah. Like, it's, a kid, yeah. yeah. Like, it's very like. And that's what I was told. Like, mm-hmm. But, you know, back then what I said, so. I'm still scared. <laughs> but I don't know what happened. No, I'm still scared of dogs. But you got two. Huh? You're not scared, scared of your dogs? I'm not scared of my dogs. But other people But I'm, I'm like, this guy had a huge dog and he was walking in. And my dog started getting bad. I'm like, my heart. Mm. I mean, like, inside I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I felt like I was running inside. But, you know, I'm still scared of dogs. And a lot of times, the, big, the bigger dogs are the challenge. Mm-hmm. Well, like, so, like, <laughs> life, right? yeah, like, like, people always talk about pit bulls, right? Pit bulls are strong dogs. Yeah, like, they, they just are, are right? Mm-hmm. But they're not that big when you're talking about dogs. Right. Yeah, because my brother got a cane corso. Right. You talk yeah. about a cane corso or something like that. Those are huge, huge, great things. Like this. Massive dogs, right? Yeah, that's they don't, walking is their biggest concern. Most of those dogs. They're not trying to get active when you see them. Like, you've seen the Dalmates, they just. Yeah, for real. It's a lot of walking. I don't know. They look tired. They're tired. Even now, I mean, the little dogs are tired. Like, my dog's just like going at it. I'm like, shut the hell up. That dog looked like. I had to worry about my cane. I thought if he fall out, I have to pick this big dog up and take him. But I guess in a sense, I kind of, well, I ain't going to say conquered the fear, but, you know, I'm happy. It's still. You yeah. gotta give yourself that credit. You live with two dogs. But when I go mm-hmm. into the pet store and they had them big, big dogs in there, I be like, oh. <laughs> it's gonna come over you, huh? Yeah, man, I still be scared, but you be tensing up. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't like dogs. No matter how gentle they are, how sweet and cool you think they are, I don't want them on me at all. But that's not. All fear. That might explain why I'm scared of dogs, huh? Yeah, from your mother. Well, you wouldn't have imagined that she was afraid of dogs because she was quite an athlete at that time. <laughs> so dogs would start barking and she would run and she could jump on, <laughs> on the hood of any car that was in the neighborhood. Yeah, you do backflips. Oh, so she said, okay. You thought she was Simone up there jumping on the stuff. She was like, okay, I said, what's the matter with you? Oh, the dog is that? Oh, yeah, well. Shoot, one day we was all running from dogs. I ran past the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and the dog was, was like, I'm scared of her. Right. Oh, my That was funny. Uh, uh, but uh, see, I don't like, like, again, with me, most of my stuff is not so much that I'm f- afraid of those things. But what I am afraid of is heights to a certain degree. Me too. So if I'm in a plane, what I do to conquer my fear about that is normally if you're afraid of heights, you don't want to look outside and see how far you are off the ground. Mm-hmm. But no, not me. I, I got to look and I got to see it. And I got to look at the clouds and all that stuff and try to make <laughs> myself feel better. Yeah. Right. 
So inside, I'm going, oh, God, please get me. How much longer is this flight? And we just let, we just got up in the air, you know? So no, it's like the tall building looking over the lake. Thank you. Thank you. I'd be like, I'm going to tip over. No. It's that mixed with the intrusive thoughts of like, yo, what if I just left? Yeah. That's how I was when I was at a cruise. I don't go next to the rail. Yeah. I don't go against the rail. Because my thing is, it's just two, just me and that rail. And I'd be like, nah. I'm taking three feet and that's See, the that's so. a great one. So I'm scared of big bodies of water, but mm-hmm. it comes out in jokes. Mm-hmm. So like somebody I'll never forget it. My mother thought I was crazy, but they like called her about it. I was in middle school and they were having like a eighth grade graduation cookout at somebody's house, and this kid mm-hmm. had money, and they were talking about jet skis and water skiing. And I said, the last time your people and my people did boats. It didn't go well. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they called my mama about that. <laughs> but I'm in uh-huh. That destination, that, that, that nice place yeah. they told you it was going to be didn't turn out that way. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, but I have, I have a whole bunch of phobias about everything. And, and what I do is try to face it. Yeah, but you know, going over the Bay Bridge wasn't a favorite of mine at one point, mm-hmm. and uh, and somebody st- heading toward the bridge, I would just kind of get all my prayers and all of my you know strength together so I could go across it. And I said, I'm not going to be intimidated by this. I love the water, so I try to play on the part that I like the most. So now, as I go across the bridge, I purposely look out at the water and talk about the boats that are out there. I turn it into a pleasurable experience. Yeah, I love the waterfront coast. Yeah, I I just focus on when I go across that Bay Bridge, it's them lanes and keep straight in those lanes. And I I tell them, like, look, conversation is over. When I'm going, if I'm driving across that bridge, I don't want to hear But no if the traffic is backed up, then all that stuff I just told you a minute ago, forget about it. Because if I land on top of that bridge and I got to stay there for 20 minutes, it's nothing I can tell myself that's going to calm my stomach down. So, exactly. No way. I tell you what, oh, I was on a train. We were going to New Orleans. And I'm sitting there running off at the mouth and me and some other people sitting at the table in the back. And so I'm just talking and talking and talking. And I looked over and there was a piece of driftwood at the window. And I turned back around like I didn't see it. And I said to the guy I was talking to, do you see a piece of driftwood <laughs> at the window? Right. He said, yeah, there is. I said, okay. So are we in the water, going right. under the water? Right. What's happening? Because you know that, what's the name of that uh, bridge? Can't think of the name of it now, but going into Louisiana, it's this really long bridge, um, but it's low. I know what you're talking about. And I can't think of the name of it now. Yeah. But it's just right on top of the water. Right. Yeah. So you Both know. Yes. I'm used to my bridges going up. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. you know. One of those going toward when you go north on 95 and you're like driving, driving, driving. Mm. And then you're on a bridge and it's like trees around you and mm-hmm. then it's just wide open and mm. you're like. <laughs> yeah, I'm having a problem with that. <laughs> yeah, the first time I hit that bridge, it freaked me out. Yeah. It was like sun, the sun was setting. Uh. Like all these trees, so it's pretty dark. Yeah. I'm cruising, I'm cruising, I'm cru- and it doesn't incline nothing. It looks like just flatness. Was it daylight or? A little bit of light left, so oh, when no. I hit the bridge, the light came between. Oh. And I was like, Whoa. What? Am I, is this the white light? Am, am, <laughs> am I going to <laughs> <laughs> drive clean off the earth? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to 
heard. Oh man! I would have screamed. I would have screamed. I was alone, so you know I had my moment. I know. Oh no, that's nobody was there. Yeah, that's real. One can be intimidating too. So, but that's what I don't like. I don't. That's my fear of of driving, like going somewhere, and then you come up on these things that you have a phobia about, like. I'm the first person to tell somebody, let's go on this long trip. I found this place that's wonderful. Let's go there. I did that with a place called uh, Deep Creek. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to go there. So nothing going to stop me from going there. So here we are going up to Cumberland. And I, I, I'm sure all of you have been up there. But you start out there going up that highway that's going over, you know, this mountain, right? Mm-hmm. But when you look over... Beyond where the where the mountain ends, there's nothing there. So in my head, I'm getting ready to drive right off the edge of the mountain. <laughs> so and I they got signs this. up there that say beware of bear bear crossing. I know. I know. Excuse me? There are bears yes. in mountains? Yes. They're they friendly are. bears, though. Not, they're not they're friendly. Yeah, bears? they're friendly bears. So. No, there's no such thing. <laughs> <laughs> you can't <laughs> tell me. <laughs> you cannot tell me there's any such <laughs> thing as a friendly bear. <laughs> Yo, boo boo, let's get a piggy basket. <laughs> <laughs> These bears are not smoking. <laughs> I'm here to tell you. Anytime he has a paw twice the size of your hands put together, you don't even need we to be bothered with that. Was coming down the mountainside while we was driving, and I was like, "We got to time this right." Cause he don't look like he's stopping. Oh my god! So we either need to get past him or let him go. Lake Pontchartrain—that's the name of the body of water that it goes across. But those kind of phobias—I have a lot of them, and and I'm the first one to want to be. I, I want to be adventurous. But my chicken heart won't let me. Yeah, <laughs> monster snakes. I want to go in the mountains. Oh, let's go in the mountains. And I got up and stood. And here I am down here at about three inches. And the mountain is about 500 feet high. So I'm like, oh, my God. It's a brock going to fall on me from here. Sure. I don't like to go around. Um, like you're going in West Virginia, all around all of the mountains oh, and stuff. Oh, I heard yeah. about those. And all the signs that say, beware fallen rock. How are you supposed to be comfortable with that? I don't know the name of that road. Beware. What's that road? You're going, you're going <laughs> yeah, no control over that. It's like up like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just your time. It bring, bring all of my fears right to surface. Mm. And every time you get ready to turn the corner, I'm looking, oh my God, is there a rock up there? Because there's nowhere to go but over the side. Mm-hmm. You and the rock. Yes. <laughs> So I I know what it is about fear, but it's something that you have to, like Tammy was saying a minute ago about uh, being afraid of dogs. I think that what forced you out of your real fear was because you were trying to do something for your kids. Mm-hmm. And you being afraid of it just didn't even outweigh what you wanted to do for them. And I admire you for that because I certainly was not that kind of mother. Mm-hmm. My son kept saying he wanted a dog. I said, you got to wait till you grow up and buy one because I am not having a dog around. <laughs> Do you call it what you like? What are you yep. afraid of, Brian? I ain't hear yours yet. Uh, I got a lot of things I was afraid of. Um, one of them that I used to be very afraid of was judgment, mm. of being judged. Mm. And, That's deep. And, you know, it's just, you know, coming up trying to people please or make everybody happy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And when I got into retail management and one thing I realized that 
people are going to think what they want to think. And Regardless. you'll have no control over that. So that had to get me out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and you had to move forward and be confident in who you are and the decisions that you make. Yeah. Sometimes fear is a great motivator. It is. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're afraid of it. So now you want to try to conquer it and make it be something different. But that's what you do. What was your fear, Tony? My fear was, well, one time was change. Mm. Because, you know, when I conquered something, I stayed and I was comfortable with it. But now I started throwing that out the door and putting change in my life. Like, mm-hmm. been at a job for 10 years and I wanted a different environment. Mm-hmm. So I totally removed myself from it to start something new with people I don't know. Good for you. So my thing is, I'm conquering. I'm making sure I conquer something every day with my fear. Like, I, y'all talking about bridges and stuff. I can't walk across a little small bridge like this. But I feel like I'm going to tip over. Mm-hmm. But you give me a roller coaster, I'm all for that. Really? I love my roller Yeah, I'd I be on a roller coaster quick. Mm. But I cannot walk. You know how a little bridge like that and the cars go under and you can walk? I'd be like this, like running traffic like a dog. Like that. I cannot. But <laughs> 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 you give me roller coasters. I love every roller coaster. I done been on every roller coaster I can think of you know, in this state. I but stand on the ground. I love roller coasters. I love yeah, them. It's, it's that fear. Uh-huh. I love it. But being on a... Seeing cars come under a, a bridge, and one week of Lita used to have to hold my hand. Come on, mom! And she was like seven to eight with my head down like that. With her pulling me to get across a bridge because we could just walk to her doctor. How about tunnels? How you guys feel I about love those? tunnels? You love them. I love Actually, them. I like them. When they showed uh, one of the, the Virginia tunnel where it looked like from uh, the sky, the one in uh, Virginia Beach. Yeah, we're going to Virginia. It scared the mess out of me. I go down that tunnel all the time. Never thought about it. <laughs> Until they, they showed it to me. Until they showed it to me. Like, hold on. You telling me I'm going under that water? <laughs> I mean, you did. You go <laughs> under the water midway into the water. Yeah, and you don't even realize, you like know, what it looked like. Yeah, you're going under. Yeah. Going yeah. Going yeah. Under. yeah, you're just going to go under. And, you know, you just go, I just go under. Like, just go you don't even see the water. You hit the tunnel, you in it, and then you come out. And yeah, you come out. You yeah. And so, this you know. You're riding, looking at the water in boats, <laughs> and then it's just like. Oops. Do damn black, you just but, go underground. but you don't know how you pay attention. But then when I was like, "Oh snap, good lord!" You know, that's what I'm. Uh, yeah, and it has a different, you know, it, the, the way you view things, mm-hmm. and when you actually do it, it's like <laughs> well, the only thing that would mess with me. If, they, if it, you know, you see all the horror movies where it just crack, it cave in. Mm-hmm. That's the part where I would have my fear, thinking that it's gonna crumble. Yeah, while we like in when I went to uh, Philly for the last show. Mm-hmm. I was going, and I where I was coming from, I needed to take the 895 side of the tunnel instead of the 95. Get on there. I don't know if y'all ever been on 895, but once you're on there, it ain't no exits for real Wow! until you get through the tunnel. I'm coming down there. There's definitely no exits left, and then it says uh, tunnel closed. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. And then I had to go to the, to the mm. toll plaza and then take the exit right and go after. back mm. uh, and then loop around the whole body of water oh. to get back over mm. to 95. Mm. To go that mm. is crazy. All of that says that my stomach's about like, oh, to fall out. Yeah. I was like, I need more answers. What, why, why is the tunnel closed? Right. What are what, you guys doing? What is that tunnel called going out Baltimore Washington Parkway and, and um, it goes into Baltimore, not like the Harbor Tunnel. Oh. It's somebody's name uh, attached to it. Oh, uh, I know you talk about. I can't think of the name of that tunnel. But it, it takes you into the, the, yeah. the city rather than, mm-hmm. you know, into New York or wherever. 
Well, I'd never been in that tunnel, and and thanks to GPS, it took me that oh, way. God. And um, my sister was in a car with me, so and I don't like to be in a situation where don't change lanes, mm-hmm. don't do this, and stay at that speed, and 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 then you get in the tunnel, right? So I'm going in the tunnel, and I didn't see any light, possibility of light anywhere. So now I'm trying to go 60 miles an hour. Holding it steady. Mm. Can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, that was <laughs> Anxiety like you wouldn't believe. And when I got outside, I finally saw some light and I was feeling better. And I told my sister, I said, man, you don't know. I was at a very high level of anxiety. Wow. She said, well, I couldn't tell. I said, you'll know when I have to go and just change clothes completely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I don't like those little smile spaces. So yeah. I, I know what all that is. And and, and fear brings on anxiety. And mm-hmm. anxiety brings on fear. So it, it starts sweating, it, heartbeat. It, it, oh, it goes to a lot of different emotions yep. and physical changes in your body. So mine is getting stuck. I've had, had to pull over a couple mm-hmm. times because I was like, my leg's not going to let me. Well, I'm I know. Pull over and calm down. You get weak too. And I know people who pull over as soon as they get to the foot of the Bay Bridge and somebody else has to drive them across. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know somebody caught me like that. So p- fear is paralyzing. It is. Oh, yeah. But being stuck in the elevator, how about that? I can, I would drive, I would scream. You I know, been stuck I know, in the elevator? No, no, I don't want to either. I've never been stuck in the elevator, I so I've never had, I had that fear. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I will go. I've mm-hmm. had it stall where it's like, yeah, oh, that, shit, but not yeah, stop. Yeah. All right, what the hell is my? Where the button at? And you'd be like, can I get on top? Like, you be seeing all the movies. <laughs> well, we yeah. we are not going to be able to get into the different things that you can do to control these different emotions. Uh, but we are going to deal with that aspect of it. What we're trying to do now is just get you used to the idea that those are the, your emotions mm-hmm. are the reasons why you feel all these different things. And then we're going to talk to you later in future um, episodes about control and how important that is for you to be able to deal with exactly. it. Because it just like fear, anger, all those things, you really have to know where your limit is. What's going to make you really angry? And if it gets there, what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. And I don't think a lot of people really think about the consequence afterwards. Right. Right. It's like, I'm really mad right mm-hmm. now and I'm getting ready to kick somebody, you know, whatever. But is that the course you want to take? So those are the kind of things that time. we're going at to deal with. Yeah. And, and you have to have the kind of control that says, mm-hmm. what stops me? Is I don't want to go to jail. Right. Well, first, I don't look good in orange. (laughs) Secondly, no. (laughs) No, but you know how it is. So you have to have a point where you get off. Mm -hmm. Right. And we're going to talk about those in in another time. And today what we're going to do is leave you with some positive thoughts so that, you know, if you're afraid of anything, you don't have to be afraid to tell somebody you are. Right. It's not a bad thing. It's not you're a wimp, whatever. If you're scared, you're just scared. Right. Even if you have to say, I'm I'm really afraid that I'm going to have to slap the crap out of you if you don't. Right. <laughs> but you have to deal with those things. That's right. Amen. <laughs> so, Tony, tell us what you got to say about fear right quick. Fear is believing in yourself. I mean, like you said, don't feel bad because you, you failed at it. Feel like it's a part of your accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Because you will get over it. Indeed you but will. But you just got to recognize the quote-unquote emotions behind it. Deal with it. Analyze it and deal with it. What about you, Tammy? 
um fear um try your best to get over it and um and move on not stay stuck in that that emotion amen, amen. Hmm. brian what say you um I was uh, reading a book that said fear has two meanings, forget everything and run or face everything and rise. All right. And so when we think about fear, you know, we all have anxiety. We all have intrepidations and things that we can't control, Mm -hmm. you know, as far as what we're feeling. But we can control what we do. And I would insert in the back of that and have the wisdom to know the difference because sometimes it's to your advantage to get the crap out of there. That's right. You know, don't be standing there trying to be brave if it's something threatening your life. your instinct will tell you Like people who were standing on the shore and saw out there that a tsunami was coming. That's not a time to stand there and try to overcome your fear. Or take pictures. (laughs) You need to get on out. Exactly. So you fellas got any final comments or... Uh, I mean, when it comes to fear, definitely, I say, encourage yourself to find whatever mind hack can help you get over that. And Mm. don't just accept that that's who you are and know that you can always kind of grow and better yourself to where you want to be. All right. And Jason. Um, Yeah, I'm kind of just going to echo the sentiments of the gentleman. I think, you know, the fears are ultimately something that you have to attack. Mm -hmm. Um, What was it? uh, I think Jay-Z said you can't run from pain, go towards it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, problems are going to follow you. Right. So like you. If you're scared of dogs here, you're going to be scared of dogs in Texas, wherever. So it's kind of like, if this is impeding your progress, mm-hmm. attack it. Go after it. Um, and and what wasn't normal will become. Yeah. And then you, you should be all right. All right. We I got a bunch, bunch of sages around the table of that. <laughs> and because I don't, I have a fear that I might spend too much time on this subject. So I'm just going to say bye. Then we don't die.